that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. Hey, it's your man Benz. Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing well. Here's another day filled with debauchery. Let's see what's going on. Magnolia. Help identify a suspect who attempted to abduct somebody at Target. Montgomery County Sheriff's Office needs help identifying the man who tried to abduct a woman in Target in a parking lot in Magnolia, Texas. The incident occurred at three the thirty-two I right, let me give you the address. The incident occurred at thirty-two eight fifty-eight FM twenty-nine seventy-eight. All right, around four thirty in the afternoon on August 9th. Authority said a young woman who was eighteen years old was leaving the store when a man started following her. As she got into a car, the man approached her from behind and tried pulling her towards his own vehicle. The woman managed to break free, and the man quickly drove away in a gray four-door sedan passenger car. All right, it's a um, Toyota Camry. Looked like a 2010 or a 2012. If you have any information about this suspect right here, you could go to fox26houston.com to see the man, the face of the man and the vehicle. Like I told you, it's a um, Toyota Camry 2012. He was trying to grab a, a young lady uh, at a Target parking lot. He was trying to grab the woman and he was trying to wrestle the woman into his vehicle. So he was trying to abduct this female. That is nasty. That is disgusting. What the hell is wrong with you? What's going on in your life where you felt like you wanted to go grab a whole stranger that you don't even know and force her into your vehicle? You're a sick individual. You got to be. You have to be something wrong with you. But anyway, let's jump on to other news. And I always talk about stuff like this because uh, for the simple fact that um, you got to be aware of your surroundings. Now, you know, I'm a, a doggone person that uh, I promote a lot of self-awareness. You see what I'm saying? So that's 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 the type of time that I be on. I want people to be vigilant, and I want people to be um, what's the word that I'm looking at? I want you to do a lot of research. That means due diligence. I need you to be aware, self-aware, and then I want you to be aware for others. Help your brothers and sisters and stuff like that. And I'm talking about all, every spectrums of the board when it comes to race, not just one race. I'm talking about every nation that God created on this planet because I care for everybody, all right? This is your man, Ben Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Moving on. Sean Dawkins. California football Hall of Famer and former NFL wide receiver died at the age of 52 years old. Former California football Hall of Famer Sean Duck Dawkins, who played the majority of his nine years in the NFL with the Indiana Indianapolis Colts, has died, according to reports. 
He was 52 years old. University officials confirmed to the San Francisco Chronicle that Dawkins passed away on Wednesday. His cause of death was not immediately known. A Golden Bears standout during his senior year, Dawkins was drafted by the Colts in the first round of the 1993 NFL Draft. Owner Jim Ursay took to the X to share his condolences. Rest in peace, Sean Dawkins, Mr. Issaray said in the post Thursday. I am shocked and saddened. My prayers and condolences goes out to Sean's family. Dawkins played five years with the Colts, uh, where he hauled in 251 receptions for 3,511 yards and 12 touchdowns. His best season would come in 1999 during his first year with the Seattle Seahawks, where he caught 58 passes for 992 yards and seven touchdowns. All right. He would finish out his career after just one season with the Jacksonville Jaguars across nine NFL seasons with four different teams. Dawkins retired with 445 receptions, 6,291 yards, and 25 touchdowns. Amazing. Another one of, the t- one of my teammates, Sean Dawkins, has passed away at the age of 52 years old former NFL safety, Dr. Derman L. Gray said in a post on X, on Twitter, I'm sorry, uh, but I'm going to have to say X. You're going to have to get used to that word X. I'm not used to it. I damn sure know you ain't used to it. So anyway, Sean Dawkins and I were in the Colts in 1993 draft class. He was one of the first big wide receivers in the NFL at Six five, all right. Six foot five, all right. Two hundred and twenty pounds. He was elegant. Such a marvelous football player. Tough day. Dawkins was inducted into the California Athletics Hall of Fame in two thousand and five. All right. I'm over here kicking stuff right here. Dawkins was inducted into the California Athletics. Hall of Fame in 2005, he holds programs records for touchdown receptions in a career 31 in a season, 14 in 1992. You know, those are the accolades of Mr. Sean Dawkins. And single season receptions and yards, 65 catches for 1,070 yards in 1992, according to the school's website all right so you know sad my condolences to the family of sean dawkins he was an exceptional football player you know uh he has that slim bill you see what i'm saying but he hits hard too you know what i'm saying i'm a football fanatic myself i'm an eagles fan i'm gonna always be an eagle Philadelphia Eagles, that's who I rock with, and that's where I'm going to go to my grave with hooting for, the Philadelphia Eagles. Better ask somebody. You know, somebody was trying to test me once when I was a young boy, when I was just a little young boy, and they was like, man, you ain't no Eagles fan. I said, excuse me, nigga. I got a set, zero to 100 real quick.
All you see me is with Eagles um, outfits. I got Eagles hats, all types of Eagle hats. I be dressing in Eagles attire all day, every day. Don't play with me, all right? But anyway, moving along. Tyrese sues Home Depot for $1 million. Cites violation of Civil Rights Act. Oh, no. Not this again. Let me see what's going on. Tyrese Gibson filed a $1 million complaint against Home Depot in Los, in a Los Angeles court Wednesday, citing a violation, a violation of the UNRAW Civil Rights Act in addition to negligent hiring supervision and or retention. All right, so a $1 million complaint against Home Depot in a Los Angeles court Wednesday, citing a violation of the UNRWA Civil Rights Act in addition to negligent hiring supervision and or retention. You know, I got to say it again. I always got to repeat myself. Mr. Gibson, Tyrese Gibson, along with his associates, Eric Mara and Manuel Hernandez, claimed to experience outrageous discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling. On February, while shopping at one of the retail locations in West Hills, California, all right, in documents obtained by news sources, a representative for the Home Depot responded to the lawsuit in a statement provided by the news sources, all right, don't know how true this is, but diversity and respect for all people are the core to who we are, and we do not tolerate discrimination in any form. The Home Depot representative says, we value Mr. Gibson as a customer, and, and in the months since this happened, we've reached out to him and his attorneys several times to try to resolve his concerns. We will continue to do so. In a statement shared by news sources, Mr. Gibson stated, craftsman Eric Mora and Manuel Hernandez are an integral part of my team and have made significant contributions to my visions for over a decade. Together, we ardently uphold our communities to civil rights, promoting empathy and understanding. Standing united against organizations like the Home Depot, we envision a world free from discriminatory practices and consumer racial profiling, just as I have done for the past 20 plus years. All right, 11, 11 pledged to continue to utilize my platform to empower the voiceless. I think he said, I pledged to continue because that was a typo. I said 11, right? This is a, that was a doggone typo. You see, it's not me. I'm like, why the hell is it 11? So it's, I pledge to continue to utilize my platform to empower the voiceless. That's what Miss. Mr. Gibson said, fostering a spirit of unity and hope while illuminating our shared path forward. Mr. Gibson is one of the most recognizable black actors and musicians in the United States, according to the documents. While plaintiffs attempt to make an in-store purchase, store clerks purposely interfered with and refused to process the transaction based on their groundless suspicion of Gibson. Mora and Hernandez, arising from their skin color 
and in the case of Mora and Hernandez, their national origin as well, the suit stated, the lawsuit stated. Additionally, the Home Depot has refused to take any responsibility for discriminating against Mr. Gibson, Mora, and Hernandez, or to acknowledge the pain, humiliation, and anguish caused by the company. Instead, the Home Depot doubled down, lowered up, and treated Gibson, Mora, and Hernandez, as, and what happened to them as not worthy of any due consideration. Instead, interfering that they are the problem. In short, the Home Depot invited the civil rights lawsuit. <laughs> Mr. Gibson, Mora, and Mr. Hernandez, all three gentlemen, alleged they approached the cashier's register together to complete the purchase of materials for a project at the Gibson's residence. The Fast and the Furious franchise star claimed to have purchased no less than $1 million worth of materials from the company through the years as a longtime customer at the Home Depot. During the very slow scanning process, Gibson was approached by shoppers who recognized him and not wanted to cause any commotion. Gibson left the store and waited in his vehicle in the parking lot. He communicated to the cashier that he would proceed to the parking lot and that Mora and Hernandez will be completing the purchase and transaction with his credit card, according to the documents. All right, the cashier acknowledged Gibson and said he understood. All right, Gibson asked the cashier if the cashier needed anything further from him to complete the transaction. The cashier said no, and that Gibson could leave. However, when Mora and Hernandez presented Gibson's credit card to pay for the materials, the cashier refused to complete the purchase transaction. When Mora and Hernandez attempted to use FaceTime video with Gibson appearing on the phone to gain authorization for the purchase, the cashier refused to complete the transaction. Documents stated, Gibson returned to the inside of the store again, authorized the payment, and asked why the cashier refused the transaction. He also asked to speak with the store manager. The cashier gave no reasonable explanation other than repeating store policy and demanded to see a form of identification. The manager refused to speak with Mr. Gibson in person. The suit stated that only after significant heated discussion with the cashier that Gibson was finally able to complete the transaction. All right only after a significant heated discussion with the cashier that's when gibson was finally able to a heated discussion with the cashier that's when gibson was finally able to complete that transaction they claimed the actions of the cashier and manager were discriminatory based on race and origin there is no other plausible explanation for the mistreatment of the plaintiffs the suit stated the other, the transaction was refused despite Gibson repeating authorizations because of plaintiff's skin color and in the case of Mora and Hernandez, also because of their national origin, because they, you know, Hispanic. This is a clear and deplorable instance of discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling. 
the treatment of Mr. Gibson, Mora, and Hernandez by the Home Depot was humiliating and demeaning. You see? I can understand what Mr. Gibson is saying. Uh, uh, I guess there was a verbal agreement in the beginning because as uh, Tyrese was saying that uh, the, you know, people was recognizing him in the store. So he was buying like a little under a million dollars worth of material to work on a project at his estates. So when he was in the store, uh, people was recognizing the fans and stuff like that, and it was probably causing a commotion. So he had a verbal agreement with the um, cashier, and he told the cashier, "Look, I'm gonna leave my my um, credit card and all of my stuff credentials." with Mr. Mora and Hernandez, my associates and stuff, that's going to finish this transaction. So they had like a verbal agreement between him and the cashier. So, And then after that was solidified, he went outside to the parking lot to his vehicle and stuff like that. And then the hoopla started after that when they finished, the, when they finished all of the materials, processing the materials so they could uh, purchase it. That's when the hoopla started between Mora Hernandez and the damn cashier. After the fact that they just had an agreement that Mr. Gibson was going to leave his credentials and his credit card information and everything with Mora and Hernandez and stuff like that. But the cashier agreed to it. And then after that, they that's when they started to have the friction talking about all oh, the store policy that the person, which probably is right, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a case. Uh, I don't know. I put the judge, I can see the arbitrator being like, well, uh, I don't think nobody's going to win in this case right here. So, you know, it was just... Uh, Maybe the cashier was too scared to do it, and the, and the cashier wanted to, like, do the things the right way. And the manager probably, you know, gave the cashier an eye, like, you better do this right or I'm going to get your ass and stuff like that. So the cashier probably just backtracked and did the thing the store policy way. So I'm going to just, like, show you that's how it's going to be right there. Yo, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man Ben Pharrell. You know how I do this shit, bro. I'm going to just freaking think with you and show you how it's going to be. It's not like, you know, I'm helping you trying to get through the process so you could win your lifetime and stuff like that. So you could win your lifetime Essence Award or your, your lifetime Grammy Award or your lifetime musical MTV Musical Award. That's for all different diversities that listen to my podcast. Oh, yes, sir. I get this together. I promise you, you don't have to get mad at me. You just need to be glad with me that I'm making you good so you could get the bag. So let's get the bag together. Come and get the bag with me. God damn it, I'm nice with the words, ain't I? Anyway, let me see if I could get me another one. All right, you want me to give you another one? Let, let me give you another one. Tory Lanez, defiant. No apologies for the shooting of Megan the Stallion. That's what he said. Tory Lanez is speaking out against his 10-year prison bid 
but he's not going to apologize for the Megan the Stallion shooting as he still insists he didn't do it. The Canadian rapper broke his silence Thursday with a lengthy Instagram post promising to bounce back after he completes his stretch in the California state prison and maintaining his innocence. Oh, shit. All right, let me see. To the umbrellas, I have never let a hard time intimidate me. I will never let no jail time eliminate me. Regardless of how they try to spin my words, I have always maintained my innocence, and I always will. This week in court, I took responsibility for uh, for all verbal and intimate, intimate moments that I shared with the parties involved. That's it. In no way, shape, or form was I apologizing for the charges I'm being wrongfully convicted of. I remain on the stance that I refuse to apologize for something that I did not do. I face adversity. Adversity. I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry. I apologize. I face adversity my whole life. And every time it looked like I would lose, I came out on top. This is nothing but another moment where my back is against the wall and I refuse to stop fighting till I come out victorious. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. To my family, friends, and umbrellas, thank you for your continued support. See you soon. That's what he posted. Tory says he's not apologizing for being guilty of the shooting shooting of Meg. He says he was wrongfully convicted. He adds, I remain on the stance that I refuse to apologize for something that I did not do. As you know, the judge sentenced Tory Tuesday to 10 years in prison. Though he's high power, though his high-powered attorney, Jose Baez, says the plan is to appeal that sentence. Tory says the conviction is just another moment where he has his back against the wall. But he says he always overcome adversity and is promising to do so here. He declares, I refuse to stop fighting until I come out victorious. TMZ broke the story. Tory's lawyer says he's leaning on his faith and his family and friends as he begins serving his sentence. Tory says tough times don't last, tough people do. And he's thanking his supporters and promising to see them soon. How soon? Well, with good behavior, with good behavior and due to prison overcrowding, he won't have to do the full 10 years. However, whatever he serves won't be a walk in the park. All right. Doggone it. I don't know. Every time Tory Lane says something, it makes the masses think otherwise. You know, is this some type of conspiracy? See what I'm saying? Because every time he says something, now we... Because really, really, I've seen the Alpha David how many times, right? So, he said, dance, bitch. I think he shot at the ground and the shrapnel hit the girl in the leg. Or, I don't know, he could be wrong. He could be right because, look, 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 listen now, listen now. The driver is nowhere to be found. They couldn't get the driver in the court. They couldn't subpoena the driver. They don't know where the fuck the driver at. So that's something to think about, right? And Meg, 
was adamant when she was uh, on the stand. When she took the stand and said, Tori shot her. So, this is a conflict, big giant conflict, especially we don't know who to believe, you know? Especially if somebody's critically thinking about what's really going on here. You see what I'm saying? I just jump in and threw the word at you, ladies and gentlemen. I said, is this a conspiracy? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Because, look, Tori, I ain't got no issues with Tori. Tori is a phenomenal artist. You know what I'm saying? Some of you might disagree. Like, he got a couple of radio songs that you might not like. And I can understand that. I totally understand that shit. But, bro, go on YouTube and type Tory Lanez freestyling Hot 97. That one, I, I gave you a real specific one to do. But you don't even have to put Hot 97. You could just put Tory Lanez, type in the search engine, put Tory Lanez um, freestyling, Tory Lanez freestyling, or you could put Tory Lanez freestyling Hot 97. This nigga knowledge spit, bro. He he fired. He be saying some crazy shit. The nigga lit. Like, he got... Yo, he could kill you in a fucking rap battle. I'm trying to tell you, bro. The bro nasty. I'm just keeping it gutter, bro. Like, I'm, I just said that. His, his rap music, probably... His, his, like, okay, his radio music. You know, the songs that you hear in the radio all the time. You probably ain't going to be feeling that shit. You probably like, man, he alright. You know what I'm saying? And I understand. I understand why would you say that? Because I feel the same way, too. Like, there's a couple of radio songs. I don't give a fuck about those songs. Songs, like, whatever to me and shit. But when I heard the man jump behind the microphone and start freestyling, yo, yo, that's entertainment right there. The nigga nasty. You see what I'm saying? He really good. And to be honest with you, his career was just bubbling up. Like, that nigga was finna give you another one and another one, and everybody was gonna be jumping on his bandwagon. I promise you that. I just, I promise you that. I'm gonna just keep it real with you. You see what I'm saying? I heard Tory freestyle. That nigga killer, bro. Real talk. I can't fucking lie to you. You want me to tell you the truth? I'm telling you the truth. Straight up. You can't get mad. You see what I'm saying? I'm here to report the news and give you my synopsis at the same damn time. And usually, the shit that I say be accurate. Dead right on the nose. All right? So anyway, I'm going to cut this pie short and sweet. This is your man, Ben Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Let me say it again. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I, Box Benji. That's the same name that you could use to follow me on Instagram, Box Benji. You could go on my TikTok, which is mu uh, underscore, you hear me? Underscore Murder Envy. That is underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor, I-I, Murder Envy, underscore Murder Envy. Follow me on TikTok, because I'll be on there very actively. All right? So, I'm going to holler at you people later. I'm going to give you another segment. Don't you worry your pretty little head off. 
You know I love this little podcast game that I'm doing. I I will jump on the doggone YouTube. I know I need to because people love to see my face and stuff like that. I don't know why, but goddamn, okay, I'm going to give it to you. Maybe I represent a whole lengthy group of people out there in the United States of America. All right? I'm going to holler at you later. Peace. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega. 